Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Uh, I'm going to sigh a lot on this podcast because we're doing a special show about more changes that Amazon has made. Um, I was just finished. Oh, I didn't even introduce myself. Hey, it's Penny and Amy. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You think they know by now, right? (laughs) Right, right. I know. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know who we are. But I was just finished with, like, I literally was so excited. I was finished with all of the content edits for How to Sell Books by the Truckload, the 2023 edition. Maybe it's going to be 2024, depending on how things are going. And Amazon made some changes to their categories, which we'll dig into on this podcast. And it literally just shattered all my hopes and dreams. Not really, but it's... It's become quite the topic of conversation. And first, I want to just, before we dig into this, I just want to welcome Amy back. She's been on vacation for two weeks, which very nearly killed me. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, but I hope you had a great time. Yeah, it was amazing. It was definitely, it included kids and dogs and extended family, which means some people listening are going, is that really a vacation? But it really was. <laughs> It really was quite lovely. We we got to catch up with some old friends in the part of the country we were in that we hadn't seen in years and in one instance, almost two decades, which just kind of made my mind explode. But it was cool because you just pick up where you left off. And that's when you know those are real people, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know that the, the, that's when you know good friends, when you can just uh-huh. pick up where you left off. Well, I'm so glad that you had a great time. I was I was just sort of I was very rudderless while you were gone, just so you know. And and I'm like, because, you know, Amy and I, I mean, we text each other during the day just about stuff that we liked up. So I'm like, no, no, I have to show vacation. Like, I can't send her that. So I have a whole series of notes that I took of things that I decided just to write it down. I sound like such a wacko. At this point, people listening to this podcast are like, oh my God, that Amy needs to go solo. That penny person is such a weirdo. I love it. You had an Amy journal. (laughs) Ew, doesn't that sound weird? Oh, that sounds so weird. All right. So maybe we'll have to edit out that portion of the podcast. Penny's a weirdo. We can't lose, we can't lose good ideas to vacations, right? Right, exactly. And sometimes it was just snark, but either way, either way. way. So listen, I want to thank you all so much. We've gotten some great reviews. I was sent, I sent Amy a text this morning. See, this is where I text like this stuff, good stuff, snark stuff, idea stuff. But um, I sent her a text this morning. We got a review from somebody and the title of the review said like having coffee with really smart friends. I'm like, I like it when people call us really smart. That just makes my day. But the review was awesome. Mm -hmm. So MC Wisdom, thank you so much for your, thank you all for your reviews. Um, We really appreciate it. And the feedback is actually super helpful. So some of you have said, have made some comments about sometimes the audio, which we got cleaned up and things. So it's all very, very helpful. You can also email us show ideas. We love show ideas and um, show feedback and things like that. And all that information is in the show notes. All right, so let's talk about Amazon. If you're listening to this and you're wondering what's going on, let me just give you a little bit of the backstory. So typically when you uploaded your book to the KDP Kindle Direct Publishing Dashboard, you are allowed to select 10 categories. And it's in my book. I've taught classes on this. A lot of people know this. And so authors would pick 10 categories, right? And so Amazon 
put the kibosh on the 10 categories um, last week. And now you're only allowed to pick three and you have to pick them in the, you know, the Kindle store. And a a lot, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts on this and I've done a lot of research before we did the show. And a lot of people are happy about this change. Like, oh, broad is not necessarily better. And more is not better. Sometimes it's just more. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. But I disagree that the category change is a good thing. Now, I'm going to have Amy's going to speak to how the categories which were abused, which, hello, people, you cannot abuse stuff and expect Amazon to keep giving it to you. Not that any of our listeners did this, but I think to some extent the categories were abused. And so Amazon just finally said, listen, we're done here. But um, I, the, the, the 10 categories to my, in my mind gave oppor- opportunities to authors who may not have otherwise been visible. It gave them the opportunity to branch out into different areas that they could draw in readers. And I really, really, really like that. And I'm we'll talk a little bit about where I think Amazon is actually going with this. But Amy, you have mentioned to me many times, and a lot of times in text, when we go back and forth, we talk <laughs> about some of the abuses that we've seen with Amazon categories and books winding up in really strange places, right? Yeah, I will say, yes. So when this first came out, and as you said, Penny, a lot of people were saying, well, this is because of people were abusing it. That's the first thing I thought as well. And like you said, like, okay, Amazon gave everybody the opportunity to act professional and treat this like adults. And a small minority ruined it for the majority is yeah. kind of how I look at it. But yeah, I will say, sorry, nobody take this personally, but I will say the biggest offenders in my research were in the romance genre. And I get it. There's a lot that goes on in those storylines that are very real life. And I think they're sure you can make an argument like, no, there's there's a lot that mirrors real life here and why so many different categories on a very superficial level could potentially make sense. But that's taking out what the categories are actually designed for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If If a shopper, a user is actually looking to find something and using the category function and they're going to go find a book on, you know, they're having the babies do soon and they want to look up books for newborn parents and all these kind of things. I kid you not. I saw romance novels in categories for books about raising a newborn because there's a baby in the story, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and it, it, what bothered me about it more is that one, that's just wrong. But at the same time, it really, it diminished the user experience on Amazon. And I'm sorry if that goes against what, you know, a lot of people are so upset about with this, but just with my shopper hat on, it pissed me off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to scroll through half of the results being fiction in a nonfiction category. And that's where I really saw it the most is that fiction books were popping up in nonfiction categories because authors, I'm just assuming we're thinking like, well, that's, that's part of my book. That's part of the storyline in my book is this topic. And it's like, that is not what those categories are designed for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where I think, I think it's twofold, right? I think Amazon is obviously about the consumer experience. So they 
don't want consumers like Amy, the experience that Amy had to be going through searches and saying like, what is this romance book doing in baby books? And that's, you know, it creates a really disheveled, discouraging user experience and people will leave this site. And that's what Amazon wants to avoid clearly. But I think it also, um, I think that it also speaks to how much staff time that Amazon was looking to save Uh because, you know, you email Amazon, Hey, put my book in these 10 categories. And somebody at the end of the day has to do that. So that that was crazy. I will say when they started doing it that way, Penny, yeah, you know, with the submission and all that kind of stuff, when I remember, I couldn't give you an exact date, but I do remember our conversations around that change when it happened. And that was wild. You know, the, the yeah. changes in the formatting and the process for, for requesting your categories, because that's changed at least two or three times, I think, since they upped the number of categories that you could actually choose from, you yeah. know, like a while. Was it in like, I tried to look through some of our reports and I want to say, and I, I could be wrong. So if somebody knows, email us. <laughs> but I want to say it was sometime in maybe 2018, because when I was looking at our reports, we definitely in 2018 is when we shifted over to in our actually reporting for our clients, educating them on the 10 category options. Yeah. Yeah. And then even since that time, the way you get your 10 categories assigned to your book has changed a couple of times as well. But the issue also, yes, that's absolutely true. But the issue is, and you bring up a really good point, Amazon, to some degree, I think, brought this on themselves. Because if you open the floodgates for authors, they are going to do all the things because we are, you know, it's a very, it's very competitive out there, 4,500 books published every day in this country. We want to show up where we want to show up, where we think we want to show up, and maybe a book about, um, you know, a romance with a secret baby or whatever does not belong <laughs> under parenting books. But right. <laughs> I I understand, I, I wouldn't do it with my book, but I understand the desperation. But Amazon really put together, the system was very convoluted, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that there could have been an easier way to do this. Um, but I don't think that the 10 categories is necessarily a good thing. However, I think that there's a workaround. And and let me just say up front that you're going to hear a lot of people, there's like webinars, there's lots of blog posts, and I'm actually going to do a blog post. None of us, quote unquote, experts really know where these changes are going to go, right? So nobody can say definitively, here's really what's going to happen. Here's what the changes are going to go. So this is an evolving topic. We'll definitely update the show as we learn more information. But one thing that I've seen around a lot is people telling authors, go in and change your categories now because you're going to lose all your 10 categories. I categorically disagree with that. I think that if you have a book that's up and in a bunch of categories, don't touch the book. In fact, I have an author right now who we struggled through a situation not necessarily related to categories, but it was a real struggle for her to get into the appropriate category. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, do not touch your categories, leave them, don't do a thing. Um, and you can check your categories. And Amy, you and I have talked about that. And and I don't, I should have had the website handy. I don't have it handy, but we'll definitely add it to the show notes. There's a way that you can check what categories your book is in to see. And if it happens down the road that Amazon does pull all the books in 10 categories out of category, like I just don't know how the heck they get for 8 million books or however. <laughs> I mean, I just don't, like who has that kind of time, right? So, and it's not an automated if it's not an automated thing to add 
if it has not historically been an automated thing to add 10 categories to your book, which it has not been, then it is also not going to be an automated thing to yank those book, those cat those books from those categories. In my again, just my opinion, this is a very evolving topic. So if you have a book, leave it, don't touch it. But for future books, and if you're publishing through KDP, they're going to ask you for three categories. I I hope that this process is also evolving because Amy went in to a KDP account and she's seen it. Um, I've seen it. I think that they have dropped some categories from the options, which I guess was the point of, you know, moving people into the system. But I was talking to uh, Nate from Kindle Trends, who is my new BFF. This guy is so smart. He he likes they crawl the Amazon site for all this information. He wrote me over the weekend and he goes like, you know, after all of this hoopla about, oh, the categories, the categories, the categories, um, he said all of the categories that were existed previously, right? So when you got super creative and like the, draw, the deep dive categories, those are still there. What I think Amazon is trying to do with this is I think, first off, Less support, less support staff, right? Um, a better, hopefully, consumer experience. But I think Amazon is trying to push more authors to ads because if you're running category ads for your book, you can still pick these really narrow categories. Now, I'm not encouraging the romance author with a secret baby. Do not put your book under like parenting. I think it will also discourage some authors from being too risky with their categories because listen, if you do put your book under a category that it's not really appropriate and you waste a lot of money doing that, I think that's going to be a lesson that's going to be a lesson learned. Um, but my take is is that they're going they're going to push more people to the Amazon ad system in order to get into those categories. That's just that's just my take and I base that on nothing other than the fact that I think Amazon just you know, they want more people to use their ads. Yeah. And I wish Amazon would have called me and asked what what they thought, because honestly, I would have, what I would have loved to see just from my perspective and the abuse that I see, I would have supported them limiting the broad categories that you can choose from Penny, if that makes sense. Yeah. But but leaving the up to 10 for the subcategories. Yeah. You know, so yes, a romance author can't have it in romance and in parenting and in travel guides. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. But being able to choose more than three categories under the main romance category, I think would have been... I don't know. I would have liked to see that option better because again, so people can really dial into what's unique about their book and give Mm -hmm. shoppers a better idea of what exactly that book is about. And that's what these kind of subgenres really do for the shopping experience, in my opinion. Yeah. So they did away with a lot of that. I, I would have loved to see them limit, you know, the broad categories that you can put your book under, but still left more than three options for, you know, kind of subgenre in these kind of niche categories that fall under the main ones that are right for your book. Well, and I think that you hit on something that really is at the heart and soul of this. And that is, what if you have to figure out what your book really is and what it is not 
And it comes down to really knowing your reader. So to go back to the romance example, sitting in the baby books, as you said, Amy, I mean, it's, it's, it's not necessarily like upsetting to the, but it's annoying, right? If you're on there and you're looking for something and all of a sudden you see this book that doesn't belong there, it's disruptive to your experience, but it's also, you know, a little bit, I don't know, offensive is maybe too strong of a word, but you got to really know your readers. And I think at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, that's really what this comes down to. And we preach this a lot on the show. Like we don't have to necessarily unpack that conversation all over again, but what this will force you to do as an author is it'll force you to really de- figure out and define where does your book exactly belong? And mm-hmm. some of the shows that I've listened to have said, oh, you know, you have to find the categories that your book belongs in. And that's the one that you go with. And absolutely. But for some, sometimes I understand that it is a challenge to figure out where your book belongs. And Amy, you and I talk to enough authors that we know that that's kind of an ongoing thing. Right. And, you know, and I, I get it, you know, playing devil's advocate too. Uh, I understand you use the word desperate and I don't mean that in an offensive way, but truly, especially for romance authors, because it's like every single one of those categories, Penny now has over 50,000 books in it. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like there is really no niche category for romance anymore. It just yeah. doesn't, it just doesn't exist. And it's, it's very true for some of the mystery thriller suspense ones as well. Um, there are still a few that have, you know, less than 10,000 books, but it's becoming fewer and farther between. So I can see why they just feel like, you know, a little fish in a big pond at that point. Exactly. I do still think, though, that the refined by themes, which unless mm-hmm. it happened in the last few hours, I don't think that that's gone away yet. And I believe that uh, genre fiction authors in particular, I know we've been calling out a lot of uh, romance authors, but I think that genre authors in particular are going to really have to lean heavily on those refined by themes and using those as keyword options to help get the book. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Those are, yeah, in your, we've had, like you said, we've had shows on this, but using them in your description, using them on author central and all the different fields they give you, just really driving those keywords home that help further categorize where your book is. But yeah, I'm, I'm so curious to see where this goes because like you said, Penny, it's the, it, was getting bad and Amazon was bound to do something. So whether we agree with how they handled it or not, it doesn't shock me at all that they, that they pulled the trigger on some form of a fix. Um, because yeah, like you said, disruptive, I kind of likened it to when you're shop, you're in an actual clothing store and like the piles of clothes are messy or they don't have like the sizes in the right order. And you're just like, like, it's just (laughs) like nothing. It's not a pleasant experience. And that's like, now I'm working harder to do something that, you know what I mean? That shouldn't be this hard. And I, that's kind of what I felt like when I was shopping, when I was doing the category research for books and finding so many wrong things where they shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. No, I think that that heap of clothes, I think that's a great example because it's very, it's just like, I I have to really, really, really want something to dig through a pile of clothes. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, I envision those big Costco piles where somebody screwed it all up. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, that's a great, th- thank you for using a Costco example. You know, I tried. <laughs> everybody, everybody who knows me knows I'm like addicted to, co- I ran it. So this is so funny. I ran into a friend, I don't know, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday at Costco. And she was like, oh, of course we're going to find you a Costco. I'm like, really people like, seriously, <laughs> I go other places. I just talk about Costco a lot because it's awesome, but it is, it, no, it is a really great example. And I think that we uh, we're like I said, this is an evolving topic. We are definitely going to keep covering this. We wanted to bump our regular Friday show for this episode and get you as much information as we can. I'm probably also going to write a blog post on this, but we'll update this for sure as soon as we get more information. Just keep an, you know, when you are, if you if you published your book through KDP, go into the back end. You can take a look, you can poke around, you can look under the hood without changing the categories on your book, but just go and take a look and see what the options are. And then, um, like I said, we'll figure out what that URL is to figure out, to find where your book, what categories your book is listed in. Amy, you don't happen to know it just off the top of your head, do you? Because I don't remember what it is. No, I don't. Even yeah. though, yeah, well, sorry. No, no, no. I totally put you on the spot there. No, we'll figure out what it is. But, um, and we'll put that in the show notes. But I would say, don't change your categories just yet. Don't touch the, don't, don't touch the system. <laughs> um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then we will continue to update the show. But for now, you know, not really happy with, I I too, Amy, wish that Amazon would have contacted us to say, hey, Amy and Penny, we're making changes just to let you know. But you think they'd know better by now. <laughs> you would think that they would know better by now. As much as we have gotten onto this, like recorded these shows and complained about Amazon not contacting us, you would think they would have gotten the hint. <laughs> I mean, as wildly popular as our show is, I'm totally kidding. Right, exactly. Although we are number one in book marketing podcast today. So very excited about that. I love that. I know, I am too. Thank you all so much for listening. This is Penny Zansberry and Amy Cornell. And I remembered to mention our names at the end of the show in case you <laughs> migrated other over from a true crime podcast. We are not talking about death and destruction, although Amazon did kill the categories and we're not very happy about it. We will see you next time. And thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.